You've found Hungry for Apples podcast, a listening space for the energy aware human with your host, Farron. Visit Farron's website at me. You can also find us on social media, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Mystic Farron, so it's mystic underscore Farron and Hungry for Apples podcast. Thanks for listening. Grab an apple and enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Thank you for listening to Hungry for Apples podcast with your host, Farron. We're at the time of the year where the seasons change. So I want to talk about it a little bit. I personally have never really lived in a place where I could take advantage of or experience the change of seasons as it reflects in nature. Now that might sound strange because I have lived where it snows and stuff like that, but it's just the way life was at that time. It didn't seem like a transition to pay attention to. That makes sense. So for me now, I live in San Francisco and where our seasons are completely backwards most of the time, but I'm drawn to pay attention to what the season actually is. So this is really interesting because here are seasons, like I just said, they're backwards. We might get summer in the winter. We often get a very warm fall and just summer is ridiculously cold. I mean, cold for here, but this year has been like no pattern whatsoever we got some of that that we used to 10 years ago and now I mean I'm talking about the weather which is ridiculous because I'm sitting here in fog knowing that it's hot everywhere else but my point is this if you can't actually access the change in seasons it just happens you don't really have the opportunity to experience what that feels like but you can take it upon yourself to create some kind of ritual or ceremony uh, party um, whatever it is that you do to create an association regardless of if you have the actual change in the weather Now, that being said, I would love to be somewhere sometime when, you know, the autumn leaves change and you get to see those first, you know, just the shifts that I imagine happening. All the leaves falling off, the trees, the shift in color, the shift in temperature, whether it's a misty morning or all that business, right? (laughs) So the idea would be that you would arrange your life around the seasonal shift because historically that that's the way people arranged their life, right? And in the past couple of years, people have been digging around trying to figure out how can they create the life 
that they want now, but at the same time looking into their ancestry and the, the history of what they're finding out from maybe it's genetics, maybe it's old family stories. It, who knows where the information's coming from? Your your aunt that you never met might send you an email and you find out that you have all of this family in a whole other part of the world that you had no idea that you had a connection to. Whatever it is, people have been digging around and trying to create ritual around these things. And I think that a lot of people are overlooked that they do have the basic shift in seasons that they can approach just from where they are the shift in whether there's a harvest you know if you have crops around you the shift in flowers I mean granted in California we it's just different <laughs> but you get what I'm saying regardless of your access to the season you can create something around that but let's talk about it for a second so what even is autumnal equinox? You know what's funny? I always say fall equinox because it just seems to roll off the tongue easier. But autumn, autumnal, is more, I don't know, accurate? I have no idea. So what is it even? Well, the sun shines directly on the equator. So this, is, this means that the northern and southern hemisphere get the same amount of sun for that day. And the other thing to understand is the autumnal equinox is a moment in time. It's a moment in time scientifically. Spiritually, it's attached to um, abundance and because of harvest, right? Energetically, it is a big shift for a lot of people so we're going to feel that so that might be all day it, you know who knows we're all very different it also depends on where you are and what's happening in accordance to the shift right another thing to keep in mind is that the first full moon after the autumnal equinox is considered harvest moon now I know that sometimes they say it at other times, but this is the official, the official deal. And at one point, this used to summon the beginning of the year, not the moon, but the equinox. And then this harvest was, you know, like the beginning of the year feast. Let's just say that. So if you were to focus on what the nature is doing, let's just put it that way. The heat is winding down. The harvest, like I've been saying, it's time to harvest. And there's an attachment to that. The energetic attachment to that would be abundance. It's just this time of year is highly abundant and just naturally based on the way nature works. And if as being a human, you know, we have access to that energy. So if you were to create an abundance ritual for yourself, this is a very good time of year to do it.
For today's helpful quotes and passages, I pulled a oracle card. I have the Urban Crow Oracle deck, and I chose to pull a card for us today. And today the card is Open Hearted. So if you were looking at this card, you would see a number of crows flying out of an anatomically shaped heart with some white roses and other floral around. And I'm going to read you the description of this card. I just think it's very interesting because I I love crows and this deck um, highlights that. So open hearted. After a death, crows gather for a funeral. They demonstrate not only grief, but also empathy. They mourn together. And at this moment, as a group, they are open hearted. Along with compassion and kindness, there is strength in being open-hearted. When we are open-hearted, we can accept the faults of others without criticism. We can forgive without condemnation, and we can extend patience when our nerves are frayed. When we are open-hearted, it doesn't mean that we have to become unfocused or overly emotional, allowing for boundaries to be exploited. On the contrary, being open-hearted creates clarity. It will enable us to see a situation objectively and keep us flexible. When we are open-hearted, we recognize that our paths are unique and those around us are doing the best that they can where they are on their journey. You know you are being open-hearted when you feel warm energy around your heart Open-hearted appears when your situation could use a dose of love and empathy, both inward and outward. So the author and the artist is M.J. Cullinane. I think I pronounced that correctly. Anyhow, with everything changing so much and it just keeps on going, A level of open-heartedness is becoming sort of like a baseline. Like a baseline of joy, you have to be open-hearted in order to hold a baseline of joy. If you want to hold a baseline of joy, then there's something that needs to happen with your heart. There has to be an allowance, but also a boundary. So... Sure, be open-hearted, but that doesn't mean allow somebody to squish it. Do you know what I'm saying here? Okay, back to the show. So, something to keep in mind is spiritually... This is a beautiful day to honor all that you have in your life and take the time to recognize the value and contribution you yourself are holding. So what does that mean? That means everything. Notice everything. Recognize the little things, the big things. Take the whole day, whatever it is you have to do, and choose this mindset. Choose this focus recognize what is going on for you and around you for the entire day how you receive 
and how you provide. Energetically, you will benefit by paying this kind of attention. Another thing you can look at is these times of year can energetically feel like rebalancing. So what does that mean? What would rebalancing look like? So it's not a vague thing out there somewhere, right? Rebalancing. In order to balance, you need to know what is causing you to feel off balance, right? So abundance, maybe, maybe there's too much of something on one side and you need to redistribute that in some way. Maybe you're giving away too much of your energy. Maybe you're not giving yourself enough energy. Redistribute that in some way. Maybe you do have a harvest and maybe it's just this one thing that you grow, but you grew it so good that you have so many of whatever that is. You want to find a neighbor or somebody in your community to give that to without receiving anything back. It's that time of year. I know people talk about this around winter holidays, let's put it that way. But this is the time of year. Now is the time to get started on it. If you want to do holidays, do that. I'm not going to talk bad about the holidays. I don't care. But energetically and spiritually, this is the time to start doing that. Consider how you can align with the cycle of nature in that way, right? So what is that? What is nature doing at all times? Expansion, contraction. What are you as a human body doing at all times? Expansion, contraction. Most people are focusing on expansion, which I understand because that feels like you're getting somewhere and you're moving forward, upwards, outwards, whatever it is. But every single time you have expansion, there is a contraction. The contraction is the grounding into the body. The contraction is the part that doesn't feel so good. The contraction is your body going, all right, okay, okay, we can do this, we can do this, okay, okay. And then you expand again. So, what is that? That's you taking notice of all of the things that you have in your life and where you can relieve yourself of some of that. This doesn't necessarily need to be something traumatic that you work your way through. This can be 100% positive. You know, I feel as though there's a lot of focus on trauma right now, which I understand. We got to get through it all. But if you continually refocus on that and bring it up over and over and over again, all you're doing is adding more story to the trauma. It's not going to help. You're making it bigger instead of allowing it to contract and relieve from your body, relieve you from the stress of it.
so you're taking notice of all that is here for you for us for everyone but also that which we don't have room for in our system anymore that's what that is so if you take the time to focus on what can be brought in brought in close and held to be nurtured throughout the winter time that will naturally make room for it because you'll have to I mean think about it this way a lot of people that live where it gets really really cold I don't know if you know this but they have to bring everything inside why? it's all gonna die out there with plants or whatever everything comes in so if you're gonna do that start bringing stuff in you need to make room for it right? expansion do you really need this stuff or do you want that stuff over there whatever it is with the psychology whether it's happiness trauma um, the stories that you tell yourself the the inner critic all of these things are like archetypes do you really have room for that going forward this is the spiritual part of this do you really have room for that going forward do you want to carry that like a sword No, it's not going to do anything for you. So you need to make room for the things that, you know, basically what happens is sometimes we hang on to something for a very long time because it helped us once. Or maybe it helped us over years, right? And then we forget that we're holding on to it so tight and we wonder why we don't have room for something else. That's all I'm talking about. And I'm not saying in all of this to not work on your trauma and, and work through that, okay? Everyone has a different view on that. I'm just saying that that's become this big giant buzzword. And we need to be careful with that one. So take some time over Equinox to balance where you are. Check in with all of the abundant stuff. Notice that there are things in your life that you don't realize are a huge part of abundance. Because what is that? Abundance is recognition of value. If something has value in your life and it's helping you in some way and you don't recognize it, then why is it there? If you don't recognize it, but it's helping you, what does that even mean? So try not to be too vague. Be specific. Notice what it is that you want to bring in close that you have room for and make space for it. So I just, that was a little bit like strange that you have room for. So that you have room for in your heart, but you might need to make space for in your life. That's what I'm getting at. The other thing that's cool about this time of year is, you know, you move into that season where, um, I mean, Halloween season, that whole situation's always been interesting and fun, whether you're into energetics of that time of year, spirituality, this is a good time of year to learn new things, to explore, but first take time to recognize what you already have that's step one 
Step two, redistribute things that you can re- redistribute. And I'm not saying give away all your stuff. I'm saying redistribute some of the stuff, whatever it is. Whether you need to make some phone calls or just ask people how they are, send a letter, just redistribute some of your, your good stuff, your abundance, your love, your open-heartedness. You know, redistribute. And then see what you want to hold close and nurture for the season. So we're turning the season over. We're moving through into this other space. I mean, technically it's a day, the equinox, but I feel for me personally, it's a few days. This is a transition time. It's, it feels good to take your time with it. I feel like it can be its own little season, but that's just me. Anyhow, here we go. The end of the episode. You made it. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions or suggestions on topics that bring you more energy awareness as a human. And the way you do that is by emailing me, hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Alrighty, that's the end of our show. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe everywhere you find podcasts and visit Farron on her website, farron.me. You can also find us on social media, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Mystic Farron, so it's mystic underscore Farron, and Hungry for Apples podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Bye now.